This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, Matt Fonzel here. I am so happy if you guys could join me uh, today. This is my very first episode of Diagnosing the Aftermarket A to Z. I am Matt Fonzlo, and I am a working diagnostician and shop manager for an independent all-makes-all-models repair shop in Red Wing, Minnesota. Today is really fitting for the launch of this because I'm going to have my friend Carm on. And a while back, I did a For the Record with him. And it was about the Kobayashi Maru, which is a reference to Star Trek. And it just so happens that today, Captain Kirk went to space. So I can't think of a better way to launch the podcast, coinciding a little bit of synchronicity, if you will, with William Shatner launched into space, our Captain James T. Kirk, who is the one person who beat the Kobayashi Maru. So this podcast, we called it A to Z for a reason. And the reason is I have a lot of interests and they're far and wide, but all really have to do with auto repair, our profession be it managerial, be it in the, you know, in the trenches, in the bays. Uh, A passion of mine is technology, diagnostics, and even just management philosophy. Uh, I get a lot of credit for different takes on different subjects. A couple of examples might be professional wrestling and relating that back to auto repair and what we could learn from it. Another, of course, is the Kobayashi Maru. And then I'll delve into... Discussions about addiction, diet, you name it. I'll probably talk about it. I have an opinion. So without further ado, I'd really like to invite my friend Carmon. I think it's very fitting. He really got me started in podcasting and he's getting me started with this, with the Aftermarket Radio Network. And I'm very proud to be a part of it. And I'm very happy to have you on with me, Carm. Hey, bud. How you doing? Excellent. Excellent. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Congrats. Wow. First show. Uh, How cool is that? It's your launch. I'm so proud and honored to be here on your first show. And uh, I don't know if the audience knows this, but it was uh, back in 2016 that I had Matt on for the first time one-on-one. But he had actually been on a show previous to that with an ASA uh, ASE podcast. We'll talk about that in a minute. But me and Matt went one on one, August twenty sixth, twenty sixteen, episode one hundred and forty six, and we're we're I don't know episode I don't know six seven hundred right now. I haven't even looked. <laughs> and and uh, it was always, it was it was a long time ago, and you know, and I always observed and listened, and you know, Matt and I we collaborated. Matt, we collaborated on stuff. Yes, and you, you'd pick up the phone. I th- you so believed in what we were doing. And you'd say, hey, what about this? It wasn't about Matt being on the show. It was about him sharing yep. ideas and, yep. and thoughts and, and you know, your mind, which is uh, diagnosing the aftermarket, A to Z. Every time Matt picked up the phone and called me, which was very often, almost weekly, he'd throw ideas. I mean, I got topics for shows to do, Matt, that you weren't even on. But you just said, yep. don't you think you should talk about this? And I said, yeah, I was working on it. But thanks for the push and the motivation. And... So I, I think we collaborated for a long time. So when we did this aftermarket radio network and we were waiting for the technology to work and all, all the planning to go into it, and it took about a year, 
you were the first person that I called secretly. And I said, I'm working on something. And I'd love to develop a podcast for you for your of, of your very own. And I think it took you about 42 seconds to think about it <laughs> and to say, really? And then boom, yeah, let's do this thing. And then, you know, I, first of all, I had to get the okay then to start building and developing stuff around you. It's taken, taken a little while, but I'm so happy for you. You have your own show and a platform. I, I've done this a few times with you. I've been in a couple of others and I still have jitters. And it's funny to me that so many of our interactions bring about science fiction type of references because 42 right explodes in my head, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> and that's the answer. That's the answer to everything. Uh, yeah. 42. So I don't know. It, it keeps coming up. This is really an introductory podcast, but it's a chance for Matt and I to tell some behind the scenes stories about stuff, okay, that you didn't know about Matt or you don't know about me or the or the podcast. And we were at Apex a couple of years ago, studio there, and he, and I look out it through the glass and Matt's there talking to him, a whole bunch of podcast alumni. And I walk out and he goes, Kobayashi Maru to me. And I go, yeah. He goes, I have a for the record rant on the Kobayashi Maru. And I said, you're going to connect it to our industry? And he goes, yes, I knew the answer. And so we rushed into the studio while it was still fresh in his mind. And uh, I've got to look that up. Oh, darn. What was the number? It was a for the record uh, number 77, Kobayashi. And and it was it was so cool. And I'm sitting here not knowing what he's going to talk about. We actually were on the show together because typically it's a singular rant. He goes, no, no, be on with me. And so we're doing this thing. And, uh, and, and I'm sitting there with my mouth open. If we had recorded the video, I, you would have all seen Carm is being just, you know, hammered on this because it was so great. It was perfect. It was such a great, great episode. So, so if you can continue to do stuff like that, stuff about professional wrestling, you know, the great stuff that you brought on addiction and giving people second chances and that whole thing of life, this is going to be a fantastic podcast. Yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, fantastic, whatever aside. I just, I hope people enjoy listening to it. I hope they get a, a kick out of it. I hope, I hope maybe I get them to step back and look at something a little bit differently and uh, see how things can be, uh, well, A, how good things really are. I think sometimes I forget about that. And then B, they can be better. We can be better, you know, as whatever role we play in the shop or in the trade or the profession we can be better. And there's a lot of reference material out there. Lots. We may not normally look there, but there's a lot of it. And my passion has been to, you know, lift, get all ships to rise. And by we rise by helping others. And I really finally figured out what my whole entire theme, it took, took six years, but I'm calling it advancing the aftermarket. And in every case, from from the wide spectrum of people that I interview, you know, basically I have a business acumen show. It's it's about running a great business. Are technicians part of it and important? Yes. Service advisors, yes. Associations, yes. Uh, business development groups, yes. Networking, yes. Coaches, yes. And you know, you, you don't have a job if you don't have a business. And you don't have a customer if you don't have a business. So having a technician be part of this network from your perspective, very healthy for advancing the aftermarket. I hope so. 
Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, by the way, let's go back to that first episode that you did uh, with uh, ASE. Who was with us? It was it was Ryan Coyman. Yep. And and it was Dan Bumhart from ASE. From ASE. Uh, Ryan is still with uh, Standard Motor Products. You were a subject matter expert. I reached out to Ryan and I said, do you know anybody you can get? He goes, yeah. So he calls you and says. He's like, I know this guy He's going to do a podcast on ASE and I would really, I would like you to join Baumhart and I. So Ryan and I are, I, I think, fairly good friends. Baumhart and I are really, really good friends. And we're talking about something I was very passionate about. It was so easy to do to sit with those two and then yourself made it so easy. But having them two there to to talk, to banter. And again, like I'm very passionate about uh, ASE, what ASE does and kind of our skewed expectations uh, with them. It was a blast to do. It was a total blast to do. And then after your uh, after we recorded, you called me up and said that was really good. Uh, you should call him back sometime, and uh, we'll just do a one-to-one. So I think that was a few months later. June 23rd was the ASE, and August 26th yeah. was yours. Yeah. So it was it was right around two months. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was two months. Those were great episodes. I loved it, and that's when I got to really know you, and that's when I think the things that you and I were doing really clicked. And then I had this uh, 20th or 200th anniversary episode um, about... I don't know how many months after that. And I invited you to be on that. You were on the 200th. Yeah. Yeah. It was a blast. It was fun to be a part of. You've always been there for the call and you, and in, in, in the limited words that you would say, they were always very big and important and powerful. So was, <laughs> thank you for that. Well, I'm serious. I'm being serious here. Well, the, the best part is, is you gave me your cell phone number. And then if I called it, you would answer and you actually, you would listen. And uh, a lot of those ideas, you were you're um into you very receptive to and a lot of them ended up being recorded being used and yeah, yeah, yeah. like you said it really wasn't about me being involved just being happy to bring up a topic that was worth talking about and interesting to talk about so remind me, Matthew, how did the Technician Talk series start? You, Bob Hype, Peter Landry, we did nine of those. Yeah. How did you convince me to do this? Uh, honestly, I think you were just looking for uh, some content, you know, get some text, get some people in. Uh, you had the room at Vision next to the show floor. And you're looking for some text to come in and comment about the training and the expo and networking uh, between classes or after, you know at night. And so I brought two really, really good friends of mine, Bob Hype, Pete Landry. And A, we're really good friends. B, we love ripping on one another. And really anybody else. I mean, there was really no one was safe. And I don't know, I it's probably used too much, probably abused, but it just felt like magic. It just worked. And with you there kind of guiding and pulling the reins back a little bit here and there, and then just sometimes having to give up and let Bob or uh, Pete go, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. And a lot of those topics that you know we we do later on in later episodes, those we came up with those, you know, 20 minutes before recording and <laughs> You just flip the microphone on and go. 
Yeah, and I never knew what they were. Uh, you know, you mentioned uh, about listening. Uh, part of what a good interviewer is and what I'm passionate about is listening with my heart. I mean, really intent listening. So I'm listening to you guys. They're in the room. They're trying to have some fun in the in levity and, you know, bring some, you know, good think. Trying really hard to watch our language. We tried hard. Let's not go there. But as a good listener, as I was clinging on every word, you know, my role is I'm not nowhere near their level of, you know, knowledge and expertise and passion and years being a diagnostician. But I'd have to stop and say, hey, wait a minute. What's that again? And explain that to me. And did you really mean this? So I think I, I was kind of the needed. I was the stitching that that held the, some of the cloth together. Oh, oh, and, and it wasn't that I was trying to derail your discussion. I was trying to understand it the best. Yep. And and that was that's very much needed. You you gotta have uh some levity and you gotta have somebody bring it I don't, I don't want to say down, you know, to whatever level, but you you can't assume everybody knows exactly what you're talking about the whole time you're talking about it and have somebody there to kind of check it and go, Hey, what do you mean by that? You know what? Maybe it was an acronym. Maybe it was something, you know, technical and theoretical and sure, Bob, Pete and I, we probably talked about it before. So we kind of know what we're talking about. So it was very good to have you there to kind of pull it back a little bit and say, Hey, what do you mean by that? Or can you talk a little bit more about that? You're really good about that. That was something in a episode you had me uh, host with uh, women, Michelle uh, and a couple other women, a shop owner, a service advisor, Michelle, the technician. You're so good at, they would say something and then the ability to go, well, hey, what do you think about that to somebody else and get their take on it? And that was not good at that. And it's something and you will become and you will yeah. become. I, I just can't wait for you to blossom like I did after my first year or two. And I, I look back, I didn't want to listen to anything I did early on. And ho and hopefully this stuff is going to be really good that you're doing right now. But you're going to look back and you're going to say, wow, I really blossomed as an interviewer. I, I've blossomed as a podcaster. And, you know, because of, because of my passion, first of all, you're doing this because you have a passion for uh, for, for, for speaking to all these, you know, A to Z issues that are going on in our industry. Let's go back to the, these nine episodes, because I think there's, is we're, we're having fun here discussing your role and why you're here, but some behind the scenes stuff, right? <laughs> so we did the, we did the first one at Vision and then we said, you know, and then I said, wow, this was really good. Let's do another one. So we go into the virtual studio and I always want to have some talking. What are you guys going to talk about? Don't worry. Just, 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 just hit the record button, you know? <laughs> and I was always so, so damn nervous. You know, Bob would show up and have a beer because we're always doing this yep. at night afterwards, right? Yep. And pizza, pizza in his basement smoking. Pretty and, much in the dark smoking. Yeah, yeah in the dark smoking. <laughs> and that deep, deep voice. And I don't know, his microphone setup made it even yeah. worse. <laughs> and, and here I am, you know, working, working a whole day on all the shows and everything, come into the studio and, you know, I'm partially spent. Everybody, everybody's tired, but, exciting to want to do this and and so we're done with show two and, and you know I, I love to edit uh, you know editing a podcast lets it be music 
and end up becoming really good. And then they, I, I know what's happening in their minds. Hey, Carm wants to do a third one. Let's have some fun, right? <laughs> let's just drop some F-bombs or do this. Let's see how he can clean this thing up and make it a <laughs> a non-offensive thing on Apple. <laughs> this, this cannot be understated. Carm talks about he has to love editing because you would have to absolutely adore editing to turn some of those roundtables we had into a listenable podcast or episode because more than once after the podcast, I would call Bob, I would call me, I would call Pete, Pete would call me, and we would agree that might have been the worst episode we've ever recorded. Like, he's never going to have us back. That was awful. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know, two weeks later or so, a week later, magic. And he'd send us a link and he's like, what do you guys think? And we'd listen to it. And then we're calling each other again. Like, that might be the best episode we've ever done. <laughs> How did that happen? And, uh, and wizardry. Yeah. Since you saw the magic that I have in editing, they just kept challenging me and challenging <laughs> me and challenging me. And I'll never forget the, the, the ninth. Um, I think I had to take a, 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 I did open heart surgery on that episode. I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the F-bombs. It was all the other name drops that you guys were doing. And, you know, it's, it's, it's healthy at the bar at Vision, but it wasn't, it wasn't perfect for Technician Talk episode nine. Anyway, great behind the scenes things. Uh, I would love to see those guys come on your show and, you know, but I, only if you'd invite me maybe to be on it or maybe what we should do is do a 10th and then you do the 11th or something like that. We can have some fun. Oh, that would be great. So you were you were mentioning uh, Captain Kirk and Kobayashi and him going up into space as a 90-year-old person. Uh, so interesting. Uh, but that female technician's uh, episode was so, so important to you. Very. And uh, basically, I just wanted to sit in the back and, and let Matt, you know, carry the interview. I was basically auditioning them for his own show. He didn't even know it. I can't wait to do the follow-up. Whether I get those three back or for sure Michelle, because there is something Michelle said in that interview that has stuck with me and just really stuck in my craw. It does not sit well with me. And that is that. So if you haven't listened to the episode, just a quick uh, bio. Michelle Wynn is a very, very smart, capable diagnostician for a shop, independent repair shop in the Indianapolis area. She has developed a strategy of dealing with car, car owners or clients that they don't get to see her drive their vehicle into the bay because evidently it's happened enough where she's had to develop this strategy that they will say, you know, to the manager, to the service advisor, whoever, is is she working on our car? And not in a positive light. I, I, I can't get my head wrapped around that in this day and age the thought that that people would think that way and she is you know one of the best in uh, that in that area of repair she's one of the best and now they can't get over the fact that she's female that just really i i, I wish i had words for it it's very frustrating and very disappointing 
Yeah, Matt was uh, really rocked by that. I remember him talking after we recorded that show. By the way, it's episode 549. We released it on June 30th of 2020. Uh, and if you if you have your podcast listening app, you it's so difficult to scroll down to a, you know 100 episodes. For example, you can always go to my website remarkableresults.biz. Just type in 549 in the search bar. Boom, it'll come up and you can hear it. And hopefully, maybe you can even do a search on your on your listening app. I'm, I'm not sure uh, if, if that can be done on every podcast listening app that's out there. But yeah, that was that was, you know, excellent. I mean, you, you had a, sh- a fire at the shop. We had a we did an episode on that. Um, we you did one on we did one on journaling. I got a lot of feedback on those two. Uh, the fire episode, I got a lot of uh, private messages and emails um, from really shop owners, technicians uh, and managers, shop owners and managers talking about how they called their agents up, got them in, discussed their insurance policies and found out just how horrifically underinsured they were. Yeah. Like, but, Almost to the point of, I think in some cases they fired the agent and then uh, technicians never thinking about if something happens, what are my, are are my assets protected and finding out that even this is not dumping on the shop owner one bit. Nobody knows that they're not covered, not nearly enough. And uh, that made me really happy that, that, may have helped somebody uh, avoid poten- or potentially avoid tragedy, not not just with the loss of, uh, you know, shop and income and all that. But, man, the, how horrible would that be to have something like that happen? It wouldn't even have to be a fire. And one of your technicians lost a lot of their tools and equipment and then they're left hanging. That would be that would be terrible. And then uh, the journaling th- that must have hit a nerve. I know it hit a nerve with you when I called you up. It was. Seriously, on a whim, I called you up. I have this idea, um, especially for people coming in, trying to learn something that they're wildly unfamiliar with. What do you think of, you know, keeping a, I think we were talking about diary rather than journal, but, you know, going in and jotting stuff down, not as reminders, but also how you feel, uh, stuff like that. And you were very receptive to it. You were ready to record like that night. And I said, I got to do some research because I want to find out if there's anything, uh, you know, scientific backing this up. And it turned out there was. So I'm really glad I did it. And uh, that that got some really, really good feedback. L- really good. It's, it's good to hear. Like, not not just the attaboys. Not not that. It's people saying like, hey, I'm, I'm putting this into practice and I can tell a difference within a month. Like, already I'm doing this better, that better. I'm more comfortable doing this. I've figured out how I learn. I'm better at advocating for myself to help me learn this new process or this new technique or whatnot. You know, when you hear from people that um, listen to podcasts while they're on the treadmill, while they're cutting the grass, um, why do you listen to podcasts? Because some always, you know, they listen, some, some listen to fiction, some listen for entertainment, but some of them listen to learn which is what we've always said, listen to learn just one thing. And in our industry, this podcast has been just that. Within all the different venues that I've done, we have over a thousand. And then when we add yours to the network and we start building on that and we start connecting and cross-promoting, this is going to be a, you know, continue to be a great learning tool. Now, uh, 
I hope you keep calling me with ideas. I appreciate that, even though you've got your own show, because they may not all work on your show. They, some, yeah, absolutely. Some of your ideas may work over on Remarkable Results Radio at the Town Hall Academy or something. Yeah, I can't imagine not calling or texting you ideas. I just, that, that wouldn't be me. I, I don't know. We're, here's the deal. We're working together, so we are kind of attached somewhere at the hip here. We'll probably need you to say, well, I don't know why you're telling me this. You should do it on your own show. <laughs> That's right. That's a really good so idea, you, um, but I ain't going to do it. You're going to do it. So what do you got planned? Can you give us some ideas? I mean, are, are you going to do interview show, do a monologue? What are you going to do? Right or wrong? <laughs> it's probably like, for better or worse, what I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the right answer, right? I have ideas and plans of where it's just me talking about something. For instance, I think I'm going to model or just talk about a vehicle I ran into that is jacked up. It's the most jacked up vehicle I've ever seen in my life, ever worked on in my life. And I used a piece of equipment that I never use. And it's a really, really, really common piece of equipment that if you do uh, electrical diagnostics at all, you probably use it regularly. And I don't. And I have my reasons but in this case, it's what led to the repair. Talk about that. And uh, I may do that alone. I may ask somebody to come on with me and banter with me. Uh, I have ideas for uh, interviews, individuals that uh, I really get a kick out of listening to, talking to, learning from. There's so many really, really, really smart people in this profession. And there's so many very, very good, wonderful individuals in this profession. And Man, the more I can talk to them, the better. The more I can introduce them to the profession, the better. I, I just, that that is a very exciting idea for me to take somebody that maybe nobody really knows about or maybe they see their name pop up on social media or a professional network, but then I'll get to hear them speak and talk about what whatever we do, whatever it is they do. Uh, man. That that is a really exciting prospect for me. It's a rush. Um, when people would write to me and you saved my marriage, uh, you know, we listen to you on the way to work. We pull ideas. We share with our team. We we watch the videos. And we do webinars around them. Uh, thank you for this resource. People do learn from podcasts as long as they 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 start with an open mind and. We can bring all kinds of different topics, and that's what I, I believe Matt has shared with me, uh, his, the people that he'd love to interview, some of the topic ideas that he has, and they're, they're, they're excellent. I mean, really top shelf, off the wall, uh, good stuff, and some people I don't even know, which is great. You know, a great new voice coming on board, like you just said. We want to introduce them to the, to the world of the, of the automotive. So... Uh, Damn, damn excited for you uh, on on launching this thing. Um, I think you're going to do this weekly, which is which is exciting. So everybody can look forward to it. We're not even sure the day we're going to publish it, but all that's still all in the works. And by the time you're listening to this, there should be a whole bunch of them in the player so that you can you can follow up with this. But classify this as episode one, kind of a bonus to, 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 to launch this thing and to get to know Matt a little bit, or at least let me tell a story or two of the behind the scenes uh, of, of all these great episodes. Is there something I left out we should talk about? Well, I don't know if it's so much talk about. It's uh, just that I, I think I'm really easy to get a hold of, um, you know, through private messaging. Uh, 
phone calls, text messages, email. Like I, I think I'm fairly easy to uh, get a hold of to access. And I really, really look forward to and hope to that um, you as a listener don't hesitate to reach out to me to be on the show to you know toss out an idea of a subject you would like to hear about um, anything like that and then of course feedback feedback on the show would be phenomenal I very much just don't have the ego I I don't know I just don't have that ego or I can uh, refuse uh, honest hopefully constructive criticism <laughs> No doubt. No doubt. This is going to be great. Well, um, thanks for inviting me on your first episode. Well, I mean, thank you for everything. It just, this feels like the right thing to do to, you know, pay homage, I guess, to, to you and kind of lay in the groundwork for a lot of this uh, or all of this, honestly. And then um, just kind of giving me a voice for um, a few years here. That's, uh, I don't know if I can thank you enough. I don't, Maybe have to apologize to the listeners, but no, you've earned it, man. Uh, I, I I totaled them up, and you may say, "Oh my God, it's Matt on one of Carm's shows again," and you've done forty nine of them out of a thousand. Okay, and all the different things you've been on town halls, you've been remarkable results, you've been on for the records, you've been on them all. Okay, and the thing about it is, not one's been the same. The subjects and the topics are different. The range is incredible. And so when that's the reason diagnosing the aftermarket A to Z, Matt has such a range of think that it was just proper to want to do this. I think some people might get a kick out of the range of material I read and uh, watch on various video providers (laughs) like YouTube, right? Okay, not. Don't let your imagination run too far with that. I look forward to it. I really, I really do. I'm very excited about this. Well, that was it. That's the first episode in the can. Thanks again to Carm for joining me. Please join me weekly on your favorite listening app. It's free. And just type in Matt Fonslow and follow me. And we'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to Matt Fonslow diagnosing the aftermarket A to Z on the Aftermarket Radio Network. Follow Matt on your favorite listening app. He's very interested in what you have to say. Let him know what you'd like him to cover and come on the show. Matt is all for advancing the aftermarket. Find Matt Fonslow on social media and connect or on aftermarketradionetwork.com.